Welcome everyone to the Monthly Movie Dispatch, the movie review show from friends you can trust. Every week we broadcast a review of a new film, talk about some film news, and recommend what to watch. Uh, we've been talking, critiquing, and gushing over movies since we were in high school, and we aim to bring you honest conversation about relevant cinema. Uh, mm-hmm. My name is Sean Bowlby, and I'm here with my brother Brandon Bowlby. How's it going? Pretty good. Um, today we are going to review a couple films. Um, <clears throat> we're going to start off today with uh, the Norwegian film The Worst Person in the World. And then we're going to do a feature review of uh, the Japanese film Drive My Car. Um, kind of decided to do two films this week. Uh, just to kind of fill out our... Last week we did Flea, which was nominated for Best International Correction. Film. Yeah, Go. Correction. Oh, no, it's not just Nor. Sorry, it's multiple countries. You are partially right. Okay. Um, anyways, no, it's like Norwegian, Danish, Swedish. Mm. It was like a joint. Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. True. I think I, it, yeah. Um, nothing really to correct. Never mind. <laughs> anyways, uh, yeah, so then we are, we're going to do Drive My Car, the Japanese film Drive My Car, and we're, um, <clears throat> we're kind of filling out our, uh, international film nom- Oscar nominees. Um, we did Flea last week, which we both thought was incredible. Um, and now we're going to do these two films. Um, their other two nominees are, Brandon, you, you have them pulled up? The Hand of God Italian film, which okay. I saw on Netflix. Um, I don't know. We'll, we'll probably not discuss it. That was it. the, uh, who, who was the filmmaker? The director of The Great Beauty. Yeah. Yeah, which is a really, yeah, and he did The Young Pope on HBO, mm-hmm. if anyone okay. saw that. Pablo Sorrento is yeah. like really visual. One of, your, one of your favorite films like of all time. One of my favorite directors, but the movie movie was fine. It was mm-hmm. decent. Um, not worth podcasting about. Yeah. And then the fifth film, Lunana, A Yak in the Classroom, which I don't know if mm-hmm. I'll ever see. What's, Unless what's the deal maybe with it'll that win, yet? and then I'll check it out. Yeah. Never <laughs> heard of it, but uh, yeah. apparently it's It's, it's uh, kind of, for me, it's kind of out of left field. Hundred um, percent on Rotten whoa. Tomatoes. What is the deal with this yak in this classroom? We shall find out. <laughs> and what is Lunana going to do about it? <laughs> yeah. Um, maybe we do need to see it. Yeah, <laughs> maybe, probably, probably. It's just I've never even heard of it until yeah. these uh, nominees came out. Um, so, anyways, why don't we uh, jump in? Yeah, why don't we jump into our first review? Um, we're going to talk about the film The Worst Person in the World oh man this is going to be tough Brandon um, yeah directors names yeah. Of that. so we got Actors a bunch names. of names um, go for it just run through it <laughs> it is directed by uh, Joachim Joachim uh, Trier uh, starring um, Renate <laughs> oh my gosh Renzve Renzve, uh, Andres uh, Daniel, Danielson. Um, Danielson. I think I feel like that one's pretty Danielson. Kind of English. Danielson. Oh my gosh, this is embarrassing. Um, <laughs> uh, Herbert Nordum. That one was uh, Nordrum. Herbert Nordrum. That one was fairly yeah. easy. Um, okay, uh, I would have to do that once more in this episode when we get to drive my car. Uh, very embarrassing, but let's, uh, yeah, so the, the plot description is after his wife's unexpected death, a renowned state, uh, this is the plot description of Drive My Car. 
and uh oh, let me just pull up worst person in the world. Um, uh oh. Okay. Uh oh, you sabotaged me, Brandon. Okay. Uh, the worst person in the world's IMDb um, plot summary is the chronicles of four years in the life of Julie. A young woman who navigates the troubled waters of love life and struggles to find her career path, lending her to, uh, leading her to take a realistic look at who she really is. Um, this movie is uh, available on Netflix, I believe. Is that yeah? It's out on net. No, no, no. Oh my gosh, what am I thinking? Uh, I saw this in theaters. I don't think it's available anywhere, is it? Aside from theaters. No, uh, in theaters only right now. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> I just watched Stowaway last night and that was on Netflix and I somehow put that on this movie. Um, so yeah, I saw, I saw it in theaters. Uh, I believe you saw it in, back in December somehow. Is that correct? Not like, December. I saw it, I like saw it a month uh, ago. saw it when I yeah, got back to New York mm -hmm. um, three, four weeks ago. Um, nice. So yeah. this Initial is, thoughts? Yeah, so this is pretty fresh in my head. I saw it a couple days ago. Um, and yeah, uh, my initial thoughts, uh, I, I quite like this movie. Um, it is, it's an interesting film, uh, about, and it really does kind of ask the question of, um, how do you kind of find, um, love and, and how do you build yourself a fulfilling and, um, you know, a, a wholesome life uh, in a non-selfish way, I guess. Um, how do you try to better yourself in a way that doesn't hurt other people? And what does it mean when, um, when you do hurt other people, um, especially those you love? Um, you Interesting know. name title yeah, for a film, definitely. right? Going along with what you're saying, yeah. And maybe for it's sure. purposely a little contradicting. Yeah. Um, like you're. This is this is not the worst person in the world. Yeah, clearly. Um, even isn't. though, even though things that are happening are very sad mm -hmm. and decisions are being made throughout this movie, um, that you might not necessarily do yourself, but you understand that like people are trying to figure themselves out, figure mm -hmm. out their lives. Yeah, in this confusing uh, world. Absolutely, and it is kind of like that question of of when you hurt other people, uh, to kind of better your own life, or um, you know, because you think it's the right decision for you, is it's kind of how does that weigh on you as a person, and and what does that mean, um, I guess, in, in a moral sense. Um, <clears throat> this is a very interesting film. I really liked how it, it, it's broken up. It's broken up into, let's see, a bunch of different, 12. several different chapters, 12 different chapters. A lot of chapters for a movie that's doing chapters, I feel yeah, like. Yeah, <laughs> that, is, that is true. Um, it's, and, it's smaller, discrete, discrete segments. Than yeah, usual. and um, I think that uh, they were really clever with... Um, with their chapters and like how the movie was broken up um, it, it, almost thematically in that sense. And uh, it, it covers a lot of time, the mm -hmm. story. Yeah. Um, like years of this, uh, the main characters like thirties mm -hmm. and the chapters break it up, showing you like kind of distinct relationships or situations 
um, that really had like major impact on the decisions she made throughout those years. Yeah, definitely. And she she goes through big, you know, swinging life changes uh, pretty quickly, almost in montages sometimes, like especially in the beginning of the movie. She goes from being a, what, a medical student to... Uh, photographer a photographer was, yeah. wasn't she a lawyer at some she decided she wanted to be a lawyer or something anyway she goes through big life swings um in kind of montage form and uh sometimes on a whim yeah you know like right yeah. like she's just scrolling through her phone and she's like all right i'm doing photography now yeah like definitely she, like she just sees a cool looking picture and she's like i'm giving up my life as a as a you know potentially a doctor to, to pursue this other thing that kind of uh, I think will m provide me a more fulfilling life. And that, that's kind of how the movie starts. Um, and it just kind of builds from there. Um, I think there's some really clever, really incredible scenes in this movie. Um, uh, I'm trying to think if I want to talk about any of them in particular. Some of them you are... You can maybe are, vaguely are mention them. I'm like, sure... I'm sure we have the same handful of Yeah, like, I mean, early in the film, there's, like, a scene where um, she meets someone at a at a wedding, um, and and they kind of, they're both in committed relationships, and so, but they're both clearly interested in each other, and they, they go through this long um, sequence of events where they're trying to do things that aren't cheating. Um, but the way that it's not in very sexual yeah, way, yeah, not even in sex, sexual ways, but very flirtatious, but but almost very intimate. And and the way that it portrays these things, it's almost like, um, you know, they're not cheating. They're not doing things that are that you would say are is cheating. But the intimacy that they are sharing in that in that um, sequence is, you know, almost worse in. in um, Realistically, it's, it's it, they're sharing such an intimate um, yeah. moment that it's it is clearly cheating, and it's it's probably worse than if they had just had a one night stand or whatever. Um, yeah, that's that's interesting. But I, I and I think that that scene is is so great because it's it's brief. It's I mean maybe it's six seven minutes long. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it is like the most strongest character development yeah within that time frame you could possibly ask for mm -hmm. or like relationship development between these two like you yeah. feel their attraction how bad yeah. they want each other yeah you feel and how good longing. they are with each other yeah they're longing and uh how good together they could be mm -hmm. all just within such a short amount of time like it takes me yeah. sometimes like two Definitely. hours to build something like that mm -hmm. and they were able to do it in just like five minutes yeah. in this movie. um i mean in a unique and creative way yeah it's kind of like we we talk about uh, Romeo and Juliet where they just like go to a dance and they they look at each other and immediately they're head over heels right. in love for each other this is kind of the like same thing and... yeah this is kind of the same thing where it it's almost love at first sight but done done right like it's love at first yeah. like evening um, and they just While still being like decently economical yeah, with definitely. the like time that mm -hmm. it takes up in the story. It's like people in Romeo and Juliet, it was like, what do you, what do you want to see? Like all 20 of their dates or like yeah. them just like hanging out talking. It's like kind of, but like you can do it quickly yeah. in an interesting way yeah. and still let me feel it. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
this movie. And so that that's yeah, that's definitely one thing that this movie does really well. There's um, especially when you kind of get to the end into the some of the heavier stuff, um, the conversations that that she has um, with her ex boyfriend are pretty remarkable. Um, beautiful pieces of acting, beautiful pieces of writing, um, incredibly poignant and um, and meaningful. Uh, and so, yeah, I, I really enjoyed this movie. I, I really liked it. It is, um, you know, classified as a comedy romance uh, movie. It's not, it's not really ha ha funny, but it does have an, an interesting style that it it yep. really utilizes to great effect. And um, yeah, it's a it's definitely a interesting. What what do you think? I, I think for yeah, like you're saying, the style, them keeping it interesting. Like for this being what is just a relationship drama or like mm -hmm. um a, a late coming of age movie you know it's not like teenager but it's someone in their 30s trying to almost come of age in a similar mm -hmm. way uh the movie has like a pace to it that is like and a momentum that is fun and interesting and enjoyable uh probably also has a lot to do with the chapters like you're talking about early earlier keep the like pace of this movie moving um but also just like the the tone of the movie and it's drama or in its comedy um i don't know i i had a great time with it and i was really into and invested in these characters and her mm -hmm. relationships um and like like a lot of great movies like the dynamics of it there was a handful of like really interesting stylistic like scenes throughout like we just listed that um, that meeting at the wedding or the day that happens to her right before she um, breaks up with one of her boyfriends. Mm -hmm. um, there's this like moment where the whole world like freezes mm -hmm. and it's done yeah. so well and it's so clever. Mm -hmm. um, and then, you know, she returns right back to that moment and the scene, you know, concludes. Yeah. Uh, all the way up until some of like the more impactful decisions that, yeah, they um, happen there's the even yeah there's even like a drug they take a scene where where they take mushrooms and you know a pretty intense yeah. mushroom trip and and uh it gets yeah, crazy it gets for a bit really like, crazy um like really fucked up and then you're yeah. to the point you don't even know if like it's actually happening and then mm -hmm. the morning you're like oh shit it did go down like shit did yeah. go down that last night. yeah um right i actually kind of forgot about the drug scene but like it's it's the director of this movie like is really good and has an interesting eye for this kind of stuff. Mm -hmm, um, sure. And yeah, I, I thought it was, I thought it was great. Uh, the conclusion of it, like, I guess we're not supposed to talk about it. And so that the mm -hmm. up, how it's like, everything's still kind of up in the air and life continues moving on and you never have it figured out and you'll always continue to try. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know. Like I kind of appreciated that. Mm -hmm. And um, I liked that it's kind of, it stayed up in the air, didn't have like such a definitive ending. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, definitely an interesting movie. Um, I thought the there was some really great talent. Um, I think I, I briefly touched on this, but the, the main character is really fantastic, charming. Um, let's see, uh, what was her name? Um, <laughs> she won at Cannes Film Festival. She okay. won, you know, the best actress category. For oh wow! Okay, awesome. I, I saw that on Wikipedia. It's really good. <clears throat> yeah, uh, Renate. Oh God, Renate. 
Rinsve. Yeah, Renat Rinsve. Rinsve. Oh God, sure. butchered that. Um, but yeah, she was she was really fantastic, really charming. Um, just like kind of portrayed this lovely but conflicted person. Um, and then also the uh, you know particularly one of the boyfriends, the uh, I guess her her first boyfriend, um, um, which I'm not I'm not immediately seeing his name, but. Um, yeah, you know, especially towards the end, he gives some incredible perform an incredible performance um, as he's kind of dealing with with his life and um, where he is. Uh, <clears throat> but yeah, um, I guess we could. I don't know. We're not going to jump into spoilers for this one. Uh, did you have anything else you wanted to? You wanted no, to I think say that's good. It? I. Uh, yeah, I think it was a great film. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I almost hope it wins. Yeah, uh, we've we've talked about this before, but it, you know, um, Drive My Car is nominated for both Best International Film and Best Picture, which almost you know I don't know if there has ever been a time where that's happened and the the movie didn't win Best International Foreign Film. Um, yeah. And it kind of has to, if you just yeah. think of like the statistics yeah. of voting or whatever, like, yeah, if it's in although, the best picture category, it better be the best foreign film. Yeah. Although I don't know if they necessarily vote for those two things at the same time. Um, yeah. Or the same groups of people. Yeah. Not necessarily. And they could be completely different group uh, uh, votes at completely different times. And it's, I would think that it's, right. uh, it is possible, but it, it, it would, yeah, be... it would, it would show like a fallacy in the like rating system, mm-hmm. but it, if it's two different groups of people, I guess it could easily yeah. happen. And I, I guess, I don't know. Uh, and do you know if, do they vote for the nominees first? And then once those are compiled, they then yeah. later, maybe a month later after they're compiled, yeah. they vote. So there's, you know, there's certainly the possibility that more people have seen more of the movies or, you know, that it could shift or swing, but it would be, it would be strange, and um, it seem definitely seems like any time that happens, um, that movie wins either best animated film or best international film or whatever. Exactly. Um, uh, but I wouldn't be disappointed. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, I would. I'm still kind of root for Flea. <laughs> I, I, I want flea. oh yeah i, I mean, would love it for if, some reason if, i just had these two on my radar but yeah there's always flea i think it and... would be so cool if flea swept all three of its nominations with best <laughs> that would be insane that would be insane film best documentary and best uh best animated best animated okay. international and documentary anyways okay. uh well yeah let's uh let's move on and jump into uh our featured review uh, the Japanese film Drive My Car. Um, and here we go again. Let's let's see if I can do any better. Uh, Ryosu- directed by Ryosuke uh, Hamaguchi. Uh, Sounds good. Hidetoshi Nashijima is... Oh, sorry. Moving into the, the uh, this movie is starring Hidetoshi Nishijima, uh, Toko... <laughs> Miura, oh god, this is mm-hmm. so so embarrassing. None of these are that bad. Like, yeah, don't be so hard on yourself. True, it's just like I, I'm, I just know that they're so wrong, and <laughs> yeah, just the struggle of it. 
Um, so yeah, uh, and and many other, and actually, um, I don't think I recognized, I, I didn't recognize anyone from this movie, the director, uh, I, I didn't recognize any of the work. I kind of briefly um, looked up. Some yeah, that was something I movie. wanted to say about The Worst Person in the World. Mm -hmm. uh, Josh Schreer, I actually yeah. do recognize, and I've seen, like I saw Thelma, in mm -hmm. 2017 because yeah. it was kind of like um it was kind of in the indie foreign film sphere mm -hmm. when that movie came out and i did check it out nice. um but like oslo august 31st like back in 2011 i'm seeing here that movie was mm -hmm. talked about a lot i didn't see that one but i have seen some of those past movies yeah i believe this is part of the oslo uh the worst person in the world is part of the oslo trilogy uh, yeah. Whatever that means. I assume they're pretty, you know, disconnected. They're just movies that take place in Oslo. Um, we'll need to go back. Yep, definitely. Um, but yeah, uh, let's get back into Drive My Car. Um, so yeah, the plot description is: After his wife's unexpected death, a renowned stage actor and director receives an offer to direct a production of Uncle uh, Uncle Va Vanya in Hiroshima. Uh, there he begins to face his hunt, the haunting mystery of his wife, uh, the haunting mysteries his wife left behind. Um, so yeah, uh, I think we both saw this movie today. Is that correct? Did okay. you see it today? Yeah, I saw it today yeah. as well. Um, so yeah, I saw it maybe, I just got out of the theater a couple hours ago. Um, so this is a pretty, what theater did some you pretty see hot it? takes. Uh, the Seattle AMC 10 kind of the more oh, indie okay. AMC theater. Yeah, the in indie AMC theater yeah. in Seattle. Well, they uh, they it's uh 10 much smaller screens. They don't have any big screens and they they do play a lot more of the indie movies there than yeah. any of their other theaters. Um but yeah, so Brandon, um what is your hot take for Drive My Car? My hot take is I think this movie was good and fine. And I don't know how much I loved it while I sat there and appreciated a lot of it. Mm -hmm. um, I, this movie, so I actually thought this director directed um, the Korean film Burning mm -hmm. for some reason, because I believe people are saying the author of the book, Drive My Car, mm -hmm. wrote the like book that burning was also based off of okay. once i did my research like that's what i found out it's not that it was the same director it's just that it was based on the same author's work okay um however while i was watching this movie i kind of was getting the same like kind of feelings i got out of burning when i saw it. like um people loved that movie and it was like top top tier end of the year stuff for a lot of people mm -hmm. um i don't know if it necessarily had the impact on me um drive my car or burning did that it did on other people uh they're both long movies. They're both ponderous and slow. Mm -hmm. And um, you're watching the lead man figure out his life in the, his lost world that he's in. Um, and it can, I could see it impacting a lot of people, especially with how kind of like beautiful and gorgeous and just like tranquil a lot mm -hmm. of the sh like scenery and pacing that this movie is. Um, but I don't, I don't necessarily know if it like broke my heart and made me fall in love with it mm -hmm. um, in the end. So uh, it's like a decent thumbs up from me, I guess, yeah. to summarize. I so, can get into a lot of details, but... 
Yeah, so I'm not too far off from you. What I would say okay. is I think watching the movie, um, I would rate it one way. and But then walking away from the movie, I would kind of rate it another way. Um, okay. I don't know that this is a movie that I would recommend to people, uh, too many people. It's, it, it is quite long. Um, it is quite slow. And I think at its core, I mean, at its core, it's about communication and about how basically people, the reason, basically the reasons why people are either unable to or unwilling to communicate uh, and how that affects their lives. Um, and so basically the entire movie is a lot of people with really bad communication. Um, and so, and, and the movie kind of takes that as its style for telling its story. So that in a way, I almost feel like the movie is not particularly good at, maybe good isn't the right word, but it's not uh, actively communicating its its purpose and story to the audience. Um, and I do think I will get, I will say like, I do think that's intentional. I do think there are, there's a lot of creativity in how the movie uses that as its theme and how it, it, it um, you know, in its style, like the way it, it is acted and the way it's shot um, is all very much in that theme but it also makes for a a um, a movie that kind of drags and yeah. is hard to not hard to follow in the sense of a story, but it's it's hard to like really get into. It's it's not really pulling you through the movie because um, everyone and everything in this movie is very closed off. Yeah. However, it's walking away from okay, this movie. Okay. Um, I think I've been thinking about it. I mean, it's only been a couple hours, but I have, I did think about it quite a bit. I think there's a lot of really creative choices made in this movie. Um, I think it's what the movie is, is saying and, and the things that it's portraying are, um, you know, poignant and, and, uh, smart and, and clever, um, the way it kind of presents these, its ideas, um, and so it, it might be a movie that in the long run I might come back to and continue to think about. Think but fondly, I, more fondly yeah, of. Yeah, think more fondly of, but I don't think it is a movie that I would ever come back and want to watch again. It's Yeah, it's interesting that we are sharing, like, even Worst Person in the World mm -hmm. and Now Drive My Car, we're, like, kind of on the same page. Yeah. Same with Flea before that. We mm -hmm. were, like, saying a lot of the same things. But I get exactly exactly what you mean. Um, like, and we're there, wearing the there same is... headset, Brandon. Oh Jesus! <laughs> There's a... one thing that this movie made me want to do is see the play Uncle Venya, hmm. um, like yeah. which seems like a really remarkable drama. Which I had uh, no idea what this play was while I was watching this movie. Part of me thought yeah. that it was like a, a script that his wife wrote for a chunk of the movie. Uh, because Maybe. It's, no, it's not. It's, it's not. Okay. It's not. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking the same thing because like I mean, that would make things come more full circle in the story. If maybe it was, like two maybe she adapted plays. it from its original because um, the original is obvious. It's a it's a Russian. Um, okay. Chekhov. You looked it up. Yeah, I actually did look it up uh, before the podcast. It's it's a Chekhov 
uh, Russian turn of the century play. Um, so yeah, maybe it was adapted by his wife somehow, but yeah, I don't, I don't think so. Yeah. I mean the, the play, like the play seems really brilliant. They use the play a lot to mm-hmm. like mirror exactly what's the like message of what's going on mm-hmm. in the real world. Yeah. Um, surrounding the main character and him directing the play uh like to the point where like the ending of this movie is just us watching the ending of the play and mm-hmm. it kind of basically laying out exactly how we're supposed to feel about everything which was pretty powerful actually mm-hmm. like it worked yeah. um well for me yeah um, but it made me really want to just watch the play as well yeah um on a side note i did recognize the first play that they were reenacting waiting mm. for godot oh, which yeah. i did yeah. see on broadway a long time ago nice um which is just like a really famous um existential play that was written maybe in the 50s or early or something um but i, I yeah i recognize that right away when he was acting that um I, yeah maybe we could go into spoilers i don't know some details yeah um i don't know there are i guess there's some yeah maybe we just go right into spoilers and and um so yeah i, I will say this movie is obviously very highly rated by many you know uh, intelligent people, Critic film directors, yeah, yeah. directors, uh, uh, critics. Uh, a lot of people really, really like this movie. Um, I also one thing I wanted to say is like the way that it's acted is very closed off as well. Um, very fl- it it doesn't per- just it doesn't particularly lend itself to a pleasant viewing experience, I guess. Anyways, um, so check it out. It is nominated for a bunch of awards. Um, check it out if you want. Think and if uh, you if you want to experience this film in like everything that it has going for it, like I can't imagine like a theater unless you have a lot of restraint on yourself. Mm-hmm. Like a theater has <laughs> got to be the place to go. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. it is quiet. It's three hours long. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, for I mean, I will say even for me, it was worth it. And for a lot yeah. of people, it's extremely worth it. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're just like casually at home, like I don't know yeah. if this could play out in the same way. Um, and it definitely would not have the impact or the beauty that comes across if you aren't like viewing it with care, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah, definitely. Um, and I will say I even checked my checked the time a couple times during this movie, and I, almost, I never do that. Um, okay. It's just it's even it though you were trapped movie. in a dark theater. I was trapped in a dark theater. Um, yeah, yeah. Imagine so, just being on your couch, like eating dinner, hanging out. Uh uh-huh. Yeah, bag of chips. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Anyways, so check it out if you're interested. Um, if you've already seen it, or if you're not interested in seeing it, then stick around. We're talking about spoilers from here on out. Okay, spoilers. What did you think? the ending ending meant are are they like so she's like still driving a car i and thought are, are they supporting each other are they dating each other i thought so my take was yeah mm-hmm. i thought they were dating i thought they were together she was driving his car so she, she had a dog she had his car and i I'm, I'm not sure if this was accurate or if i just couldn't see it because of the shot, but did, wasn't her scar gone? Was she? Yeah, her I noticed scar? that too. Is that like Am she I went crazy? to get like some plastic surgery? I don't. Like... I don't even know if it, it, it's like a literal. 
a literal thing. <laughs> like it, it was, it could not have been a mistake, but I noticed. No, that too. I don't think it was a mistake, but I don't know if we're necessarily supposed to think, oh, she must have gotten plastic surgery and the the thing she just was went able away. to forgive but that herself was like, or something. I think that was more metaphorically her because she got that scar um, from. From, yeah, from the, the landslide, landslide that killed her mom. Um, and I don't know. I think that was more supposed to be, be she she no longer has that mark on her. She's kind of healed, so to speak, okay. because of the you know what they've been through. I got the sense that they were dating, although I don't know. I, th maybe, I think the dog, you're right. Cause the, is it, yeah. I think the dog, though, I is think, a big and thing. And I think the overall... Um, kind of i think that's the dog is a callback to the one relationship in the movie where there was effective communication so the one is is the korean couple um with the the i don't know if she's you know who who does sign the woman who does sign language and the the husband who learned sign language for her so i think like that relationship kind of represents a a couple who was able to, in spite of the hardships, was able to find a way to communicate, and um, and that's Whoa. the one. That's the one relationship, or that's the one, you know, the one group of people in the movie that could uh, communicate effectively, and that's the one relationship yeah. that was, you know, shown as being uh, functional. I guess uh, that was shown to be. Uh, a healthy, I guess, a, a nice kind of, they were the perfect couple. They had For their sure. house out in the country with the, the dog and they, they were, you know, lovely, lovely couple. Um, and so I think that dog was kind of a callback to that. Yeah, and, and I, in that scene, I remember the um, Korean man says like, so like, what do you think of your driver? And like, he sits there and gives the most blunt, obvious, like, mm -hmm straightforward answer which is yeah. very unexpected yeah He's which is like, also a one of the few times where anything is communicated effectively in the movie yeah in that and he just lays it out he's like yeah it, like gravity disappears mm -hmm. when she drives me it's like actually kind of like yeah. poetic the way yeah, he describes definitely. it and, and then, then she like walls him off and like goes down to the dog yeah right? and that's interesting that a distraction what does that mean? <laughs> she, doesn't, does, she doesn't answer. So she has really. the distraction at the end of the movie? I don't know. Um, but yeah, I mean, this is kind of all the stuff that I'm going to think I'm going to be mulling over for the next uh, chunk of time. Um, and as I like kind of go over it more, I think I am going to look back at the movie more and more fondly. Um, but again, to go come back to it, it it's, it's kind of hard to, <laughs> it, it's hard to get there. Uh, yeah, and it's, okay. this isn't the only film that's like that. It's like, you know, a little torturous, not torturous, it's such an extreme word, <laughs> yeah. but a little it's, little hard or grueling to watch, yeah. but there's like so much like to look back in throughout those three hours, you mm -hmm. definitely think a lot about it. And it's um, not, yeah, go, go ahead. Yeah. The, there's there's a couple things that stand out. I wanted to point out the um, the opening credits mm -hmm. that, that come in like 45 minutes into the movie. Oh, right. Which... Right is like a fun decision kind of thing um for like yeah. to show like i would like kind of time passes at that point like a big thing happens you show the credits and that's kind of like showing separation mm -hmm. of these two parts of the story a little bit yeah. but it's kind of also ballsy to throw 
a 45 minute cold open um, into your three hour mm -hmm. movie, right? Um, yeah, you don't even cool notice decision. that you're, well, I will say, first of all, I, <clears throat> I uh, walked in as like after the movie had started. I think it was, you know, a minute late at the most. Okay. Um, okay. While she's like there in bed telling, telling her story in that opening yeah. scene. Yeah, and then that's exactly how it opens. It opens yeah. with her sitting up and starting to ramble about mm -hmm. that. You don't know what's happening. Mm -hmm. They like didn't even didn't show them having yeah. sex because he talks yeah. about it later. Um, but it's cool. Like that, that is one thing like that's like many things in this movie. Mm -hmm. That's one thing that is really interesting and well-written in this movie mm -hmm. is when he references back to like that kind of um, really strange way their relationship went that kept it living for mm -hmm. so long. Yeah, um, was was the way she like expressed her art through having sex, I guess, uh -huh. and got ideas for writing her screenplays. Yeah, um, and then how that's how we started in the movie, and like we don't find that out till like two hours and twenty minutes later. Uh -huh. uh, was just really creative and interesting. Yeah, and it's just like a crazy story plot detail. Yeah, um, and then you even circle. you like get the first half of that story from one character mm -hmm. and then another character comes in later and that's also and, done the same and like thing does kind of the second half of the story but it's also like was that the end of the story <clears throat> I thought that was pretty creative um and like just how many like little details of beauty in this movie like even that story that those characters are telling like the wife throughout the beginning and um the actor in the car when he's filling in the second half like that's an interest like mm -hmm. those moments i was like captivated just yeah. hearing them tell talk about the story that was in their heads mm -hmm. and how beautiful it was and well written it was and, like the way she spoke about it was like already a refined novel kind of mm -hmm. thing um yeah definitely. that was that was really good mm -hmm. um yeah i wanted to get back to the acting um and mm -hmm. how i i do think like there was a very intentional uh, kind of method to the way that, that the, these actors played in this movie. Um, I think, did you get the sense that they were throughout the entire movie acting like they were just, like how the director wanted them to read the script in those read-throughs? <laughs> That's pretty deep. Um, um, so but in, keep in going the, with your the, theory. Yeah, like, so tell in me the, your theory. In the read, well, I don't, I don't really have much of a theory. I just think it's like so. In the in the read-throughs, he kept telling them just read it. Don't because because the actors kept trying to, you know, to work on their performance as they were just doing yeah. the read-through. And also, so when he was in the car, um, and he was he was doing the the uh, lines with his wife, the tape recording of his wife. With them, it was very much the same thing, where it was she was just literally reading the lines, and he was reciting the lines back without any emotion, without any yeah. kind of flair whatsoever. And in a little that, interjection, yeah. I remember the first time we see him in the car listening to this to like the lines back to him. Mm -hmm. Like they don't give you any information. Yeah, like you don't know if it's a voiceover, if it's yeah. in his head. Yeah. Like, it didn't. It didn't even really sound like a cassette tape. It it sounded. Yeah, it was like, just so pointed like and clear. And it's not to like. Yeah, yeah, it's not till a half hour later or something when he says like press play on the tape. Mm -hmm. Then you're like, oh shit, that's mm -hmm. what he was doing back then. I mean, I kind of got that, but I yeah, 
they didn't make it explicit okay. until way later on. Um, yeah, but, but yeah, keep going, so sorry. I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm right now I'm kind of working through it in my head mm-hmm. as I'm speaking, but so yeah. And, and then in the, in those rehearsals, he was telling them to just read the script, no emotion, just read it, just do nothing, but read the script. And I, I felt like that is how the actors were playing their roles throughout the entire movie. Almost no one at any point throughout the entire movie showed any real emotion um, or, or was even communicated any real emotion. And kind of the only time that any real emotion was able to come through, it was it almost felt like it was like it was forcing its way out of that box that the characters were kind of trying to keep it in. Um, like, especially towards the end when, um, when he, when the main character is having his big kind of revelation at the, at the driver's in the mom's house in the snow, yeah. you know, it really was like, it just kind of started out, He's just like kind of looking off into the into the distance, saying these you know very beautiful poetic um, you know lines, uh, you know kind of going through his his whole emotional arc there, and and then just like the eyes just like start to water, and it just like it kind of forces its way through, and it just it really barely pushes through in that moment, and then like he even kind of pulls it back. Uh, in the end uh, and I felt yeah, like that was I mean, you know it, it really is comes back to how the movie portrays communication of emotion and yeah um, yeah every everything really like everything inside of him really builds up mm-hmm. until that final that final scene the final moment mm-hmm. until he finally like kind of cracks and you know finally admits how he kind of actually feels inside which he mm-hmm. hasn't done up until that point um it's for their performances being more stiff in lines i think um it's uh, the characters kind of need to perform it that way because that's who they are in the moment so it works mm-hmm. on that level but like you're saying it could be a part of the one of the director's callbacks mm-hmm. um to that yeah. scene in the script reading like you're saying that that, could, yeah. that makes sense um just read it don't put any emotion into it yet yeah just just practice what you're saying yeah and it really uh, and it also kind of makes for the scene uh, i guess especially in the end the scene where they're doing the play and they're actually doing like a big performance of that play um you know doing the big theatrical um you know line readings and uh and, and like kind of that contrast between how it's depicted up up you know, in the theater, in a play, and how, like, kind of almost the reality of it, but it's also almost a little bit not realistic the way that they play those characters. Um, but yeah, but it, there was like a, a an interesting juxtaposition there. Um, uh, yeah, to kind of make that climax of the film really interesting. One thing I needed to mention, because it is kind of like pretty much maybe a third of this movie or half of the movie, um, and the title, Drive My Car, uh, the the scenes of them driving through Tokyo or through the mm-hmm. countryside or onto the ferry, 
-hmm. there's even this like one of the final shots of them driving is like when they're going through this tunnel when she's trying going back home that is like so stark and beautiful at times i remember there's this like tracking shot in these like fields with these like huge telephone wires and Mm -hmm. poles um and it's it's just like it was kind of like jaw dropping at some moments. Um, yeah, it was really well done. They also do these like really long, zoomed in shots, pulling back um, as he's going through the dialogue on this cassette tape and trying to learn it. Mm-hmm. Um, that just show them driving for maybe last like forty five seconds long. Mm-hmm. Um, all all that like sets like a mood for the film, uh, and just like a, a visual style that was really really great. Mm-hmm. I just want to like compliment something that took up probably a third of the film's room like yeah because uh, i don't know that those parts were interesting as much mm-hmm. as you like like it would check my phone a lot of those like were so beautiful like i couldn't look away mm-hmm. yeah so kind of there's a just kind of a duality to this movie um all the a, a lot of them and yeah a lot of the more interesting decisions that were made in this movie kind of detract from the viewing experience of it but also make it really interesting to talk about and interesting movie to think about i can't so yeah i i think i'm good with that um definitely yeah uh that was drive my car and the worst person in the world um go check them out both are in theaters drive my car is pretty limited right now Actually, both of them are pretty limited. <clears throat> um, but maybe come out on uh, for streaming soon. Maybe we'll see. Um, next week, are we officially? That's it. Top ten countdown. Top top ten Finally. of the year. There's still a bunch yeah. of movies that I need to see. There's probably like fourteen movies that I want to see. I'm gonna try and knock a few of them out. I think I've seen most yeah. of the big, the the main ones. Yeah. But... There's a couple. We're going to get the whole gang together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Nick, Derek, us. It'll be great. Mm-hmm. Be super fun. So uh, tune in for that next week. And we will see you later. All right. Bye. Bye.